Jumping back into it, um, discipline. Discipline, I, we talk a lot about the declarations that remain largely ceremonial. And I think that if you smash habits and decisions together, that's the genesis of discipline. And to be honest with you, I feel like I have too many options. And it's not like I'm saying, oh, my resources are this. I think this is most Americans. I love the, the phrase coined by Tony Robbins. He says, in an age where we are drowning in information, we are starving for wisdom. And wisdom is kind of focused information, focused thought, focused action. And, you know, it's like, do I shoot this or do I go down and, and you know, actually have some unplug time? I'll, I'll tell you, one of the things that's happening to me is I feel like I should always be pr productive Kayla and I were talking about this earlier. I tried to unplug, but I found myself feeling guilty because I wasn't being productive. I wasn't getting something done. I wasn't this. And so she said, well, why don't you go, you know, get a workout in. You're talking about this marathon and, you know, we're up at, you know, 12,000 feet. I'm on the top of the snowy range right now. And she's like, by the way, why I'm out of breath is I've literally been working out up here and kind of started having my thoughts get focused. So I wanted to you know, phrase some of them, maybe they can help somebody. But, you know, my options are, you know, like when you say yes to anything, you say no to everything else. And I have to say, okay, what are the pillars of my existence? The pillars of what I want to have happen, you know, family, faith, um, health, you know, wealth, I think, is a little subjective. I mean, wealth is, is the four freedoms that we talk about. You know, money freedom, time freedom, freedom of expression, and geographical freedom. And I started thinking, why not have all of them? How do I design my life like that? But then it gets back to the thing, well, okay, but if you try to do everything, you're not really doing anything. And so the big thing is I'm going to be disciplined in my health, and I'm going to be disciplined in my concepts. And I'm going to get driven crazy by all these flies. We're going to have the um, B-roll shots and stuff of, you know, me working out and have my resistance bands and I'm doing all this stuff and getting attacked by flies as, as well, apparently. But I just, I think I totally lost my train of thought. So we're going to, you know, press the restart button, not physically because I want to keep going. But, you know, if this feels like a trailing thought, well, that's because it is. I'm just trying to capture what's going on in my, my mind, because I want to figure out, you know, what are my pillars? What are the things that I am going to have my non-negotiables be? And, you know, family, faith, and health, I think are, like, that's my, my trifecta. And then, you know, again, wealth is subjective. And I, I really think I'm already wealthy. I just want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel you know, that I'm making a real difference in my family, making a real difference for other people. And so I would invite people to make their, their non-negotiable list. My, my, my non-negotiable list is I have to have faith, I have to have family, and I have to have health. But now, strategically and, and very specifically structurally, 
how do I design each of those pillars of my existence to make sure I never find myself lacking or wanting in any of those areas. So, you know, date nights need to be a priority. Time with Conrad need to be a priority. Time with my parents needs to be a priority. Family needs to be a priority. The runs need to be a priority. Eating right has to be a priority. And it's like, where do I go from here? Because it's like when you read and you have, it's like, again, every time these flies are driving me insane, they keep throwing me off, off track. But hey, I'm a perseverance expert. I'm going to keep going. Um, but the, the thing is, is where do you double down? And I think focus and discipline has to go down there. So I'm designing my health because I don't want to get like overly big like I used to do back in the past when health, when I thought health was a priority, but it was more of a look and you know, I felt a lot more like one of those meatheads. I never ran, ever. And now I find myself loving running. Thank you, Craig and Meredith, and shout out Craig and Meredith because we're going to be running a marathon together up in PEI in Canada, which is, it was like one of those last little puzzle pieces for me that kind of locked my health in because I just wanted to be healthy and have my cardiovascular and I wanted to explore. I find myself exploring, like literally just sticking on my headphones and going, okay, where can I run now? Where can I, where can I go? And I'm not like, you know, it used to be like, oh my God, I don't want to return this shopping cart. And I might've looked good on the outside, but I, I wasn't good on the inside because I didn't, I didn't want to keep, you know, pushing. So it's like, I was a perseverance, I was a selective perseverance expert. And so I'm making the decision to become disciplined in these pillars of my life. So I guess where I want to go with this is, what are the pillars of your life? Let's at least identify three. You know, if you have more than three, I think that's where it's like, oh, I want cars and I want this and I want family and I want trips and I want to travel and I want this. And you get into too much of the end, you kind of live a surface level life and you can't go deep on any of them. So what I invite you to do is identify three pillars of your life, but then structure three non-negotiable things inside of your life that are going to support those pillars because they really are what's holding you up and giving you the great ideas for next year, giving you the great idea for the next decade of your life, giving you the next great idea to, you know, get a generational like legacy going, something where people are like, oh my God, you were the one that changed everything for me. And I want to be that for my family. So I feel like I put this undue pressure on myself. So if I ever just sit there and unplug or have downtime, I really, that guilt monster just starts creeping in. And one of my good friends, uh, Tom Robinson, he's a fellow speaker, said it beautifully. And I'm going to end with this because I I think it's magical and it's going to help you guys. He said, everybody has a terrorist inside of them. It's the person that's sitting on your shoulder and it's like, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You're never going to do that person's better. they're, They're the people who start comparative reality. It's that person just like sitting there nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging. And at some point, you have to stop negotiating with that terrorist. At some point, you have to stop letting that person have power inside of you. And everyone, you know, I love the saying, we never actually get rid of our demons. We only get disciplined enough to rise above them. And I think that that can help a lot of people out there because we try to do too much. We try to go too wide. We get over leveraged in our time, energy, money. We over leverage the people. We don't double down and have those deep relationships that we need 
all because we're trying to please this terrorist inside of us that's saying, you're not doing enough, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, that person's better. Or they're starting to look, that person's trying to do this. They're trying to drive wedges into you and your future and you and someone who's challenging you in the right way. And I'm telling you, stop negotiating with terrorists. Stop negotiating with that little voice inside of you that is tearing you down day in and day out. And I think that if we can get disciplined enough to rise above our demons, we're going to really live a much better life. The problem is when we dip down into that, that valley, we, we, we just can't fly as high as we normally do on that day. Our demons are right there to try to grab us and pull us down into the, the despair and what I like to call the plum party. So, you know, I'm up here just collecting my thoughts and running and working out. And I've, I have these, I'm trying to get disciplined back in my, because I'll be honest with you, I did not want to do this today. I, no part of me wanted to do this, but I'm here and I'm going to keep going because I'll tell you right now, this is a decision right now. And I am, I'm really leaning on the fact that I am persevering through it, but you know, it has not turned into a habit. It has not turned into super discipline to where it's automatic. I wake up and I'm like, I'm just going to do it anyway. I don't have that yet. I'm working at it right now. One of the things, and, and I really well end on this. My wife coins it. I don't know where she heard this, but she says it to me all the time. She says, you know, Greg, you can be a work in, pro a work in progress and a masterpiece at the same time. So give yourself a little bit more grace because you're doing a fantastic job. And I want to tell each and every one, that listens to my podcast, that you are a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. Keep going. You've got this. If you need any help or if you want to talk about it, reach out to me, engage with me, and let's do this together. Let's start a community that has fun and lifts each other up. And, you know, I think we got to get rid of the, the, the teardown and the demeaning aspect of how people try to hold each other accountable. Um, including to how we negotiate with ourselves. So anyway, go be a masterpiece and a work in progress today. Thank you so much. This has been the Final Percent Podcast.